Welcome to the Casual Thoughts podcast. For better experience, please use headphones. If everyone is a killer, where are the chumps? If everyone is a gorilla, where are the chimps? If everyone is a leader, where are the followers? You know, with the way things have been in the country and the world at large, I just think it's high time we should address the saying again. You know, the saying of we being the leaders of tomorrow. Well, I don't know what tomorrow they're talking about exactly, but I just believe tomorrow should be something like now, you understand? You know, like it should be a sort of a gradual process, so why not restart now and eventually by tomorrow we'll be the leaders then. So I just believe less attention has been given to the saying, you know. We tend to have lots of youths nowadays doing nothing. We're not even leading yet, you understand? I mean, the youths are just thriving and, you know, trying to survive in a world that is not nice to them. So on today's episode, we're addressing the phrase, we are the leaders of tomorrow. Now I'm asking you, are we truly the leaders of tomorrow? Are we really? Well, for one, I don't have issue with that phrase. You know, we've been the leaders of tomorrow. Recently, someone gifted me a t-shirt and on it, it was written, leaders of today. And in this sense, if tomorrow was cancelled, then today was written on it. But when I saw it, it's, it's a nice tea. It looks really nice and how, but the printout on it made me, you know, just chuckled and I was like, it felt funny to me somehow. Well, my sense of humor might not be the regular kind. You know, I tend to find little things funny and, um, you know, just some crazy things too. But it, it was funny in the sense that the leaders of today phrase is more or less as if we're just, um, how should I say it? We're trying to be positive. It's nice to have the positive outlook on life, you understand? But I don't think it's applicable in this sense. I mean, let's be real. The youths are not the leaders of today, definitely. And being leaders of tomorrow with the way things are going isn't even certain either. Yeah, it's a slogan meant to, you know, inspire and motivate young people to believe that if they take the initiative, you know, they can probably change the world for better. You know, that's majorly if they don't resign themselves to being victims of circumstances, you understand? You know, this country in Nigeria has a way of making people feel as if they're making it already, you understand? And five years, six years, seven years going, you still have the feeling like, yeah, you're still gonna make it, you're still gonna make it. So at what age are you eventually going to make it? Would it eventually be maybe when you're in your late 40s, then you have to resign yourself to the fact that well, come on, this thing, it will just be like a gra- like it's like a circle, you understand? It will just keep going on and on. And it would start giving you the mentality of, yeah, just keep trying, just keep trying, just keep trying. You know, the country has been mismanaged in a way that the youths literally have no, no, don't let me say future. It's like there's no hope for the youth in, in leading, you understand? You know, the thing about leadership is it can be good. But it can also be bad and still be leadership, you understand? You know, it takes special traits to be a good leader, for real. If you want to recognize a good leader, then the leader must, you know, must have empathy, you understand? The ability to sympathize with people's plight, the citizens' plight, like the general populace and all. And vision, you know, to think far ahead, to have this sort of, for the greater good thing, you know, like the bigger picture, 
mindset, you understand? And a good leader should be patient too. You know, should have conviction, should be selfless. We don't want all these selfish ones we've been having, you know, just always thinking about their pockets and how to get more money, you understand? You know, the thing is, there are billions of citizens you're governing and I don't even want to go in depth, but billions and millions of people are out there suffering. But the only thing you guys are much more worried about is changing your whip, changing your ride, your wardrobe, your this and that. But these people, if you actually give them like 2% of the money you guys have been mismanaging, you know, just 2% of the money you guys have been squandering anyhow, they would appreciate it because it's it's more or less like a saving grace for them. But no, they won't do that. They're just being selfish and all about their business. So if you want to recognize a good leader, then it should be selfless. And then there's this thing too. It should be wise. I mean, I think that should be like a generally accepted thing. Like, okay, good leader should be wise. Because if you have a fool as a leader, then you can see how Nigeria is right now. No? I'm not trying to say the president, president is um, a fool. <laughs> I don't even dare to say that. You know, with the way things have been, they might just try to cancel Hayo. And Hayo is just an average Nigerian youth who's just, you know, ranting and trying to let people know how pissed off he is with the way the country has been so far. And the funny thing is, if you want to recognize a bad leader too, they have special traits. <laughs> you know, good leaders have their special personality traits, and the bad leaders have theirs too. But theirs are actually so easy to see. You know, you know, being a good leader, you want to like study the person for a little bit of time before you realize, okay, does he have empathy? What about the bigger picture? Can he like, you know, think that far? You know, this kind of thing. But the bad ones, they usually have one thing in common, and that's greed. You know, they're greedy. They always want this to be theirs, this, that. Like any little thing, they want it to be theirs, you understand? <laughs> it's crazy. We chose you to govern us, you understand? We chose you to represent us and you know like give the country a good leadership like you're more or less like a representative but then the moment you get to that post then you just be like well fuck it i'm in this post then i should first watch out for myself so you know that sense of entitlement and it shouldn't be so and another thing you find in common with the bad leader is they have this will and readiness to destroy you understand they have the readiness to destroy anything if something good is going on and probably there's a slight glitch like an hitch then the next option they'll have is just maybe just destroying it and you know just some crazy things might not be applicable and i'm not trying to say it's in the sense of go and bump that place go and kill those ones or something but you know you can really relate to what i'm trying to pass across let me give you an instance we have dubai we all know dubai it's like one of the i don't know it should be one of the top five tourist attraction center in the world you understand and few years back, let me say in the 1960s, we were more or less in the same states. You know, they had hall, we had hall too, you understand? You know, the funny thing is, most people think Dubai's world came from being a part of the Gulf, you know, the whole world of the world. But the major part of their revenue actually comes from real estate. And well, we can say thanks majorly to our corrupt political elites. You know, how should I say it? <laughs> you know, just stealing our money and then using it to invest in other country. Wow, how mighty of them. I mean, it's fucked up the way they think, really. Sometimes I'll just sit down and be like, how do this guy think? Like, how do they get to reason in this manner? Why can't they? Okay, you guys are stealing. You're embezzling the funds. No problem. Then why can't you probably embezzle it in a way and, you know, build some things there? It's still your property. It's not ours. 
But you know, in this sense, the country would be much more appealing, you understand? I mean, Dubai had one thing that we don't have. They have great leadership. You know, their leaders are mighty visionary. I don't really know how to say it, understand? But remember when I said good leaders should have this vision, you understand? The ability to think of a bigger picture. Yeah, they had those. I mean, the leaders made it such a way that, okay, let's probably starve for like a few years, so we're going to reap the benefits forever. And they did that. You know, if you should probably take your time and check out the transformational um, story of Dubai right from the 1960s to what we have right now, then you'll see what I'm talking about. You know, they chilled, they relaxed for a few years, you understand, just striving and, you know, building this, building that. You know, we have the Burj Khalifa, we have different places, just tourist attraction centers in Dubai now. I mean, if you want to go have fun somewhere, you should go check out Dubai. We have other places too. We have Santorini, that's in Greece. You know, we have other tourist attraction centers. And it's not as if they were like that. They're not like made from heaven like that. These are how man make things. Some leaders thought about them. But our leaders can't even do that, but they would rather just go spend money on those already tossed places. I mean, you guys have been out there, you've seen what things are like, why can't you just come back here and do something? You know, it's it's crazy. Now, we shouldn't compare that with Nigeria, where we had oil too. We had something in common with Dubai, we had oil, they had oil too. But then they had sense, we don't. We have greed. Our leaders have greed. Their leaders had sense. And they still do have sense. Even if they don't serve, the sense those ancestral leaders had, <laughs> you know, the sense those leaders had then has paved way for the other ones there. So even if they're messing up, they won't even, you know, count it, you understand? But then hearts have been messing up since day one. If they're talking about good leadership in this country, I don't think it's available. We've never had one. And if we should bring up the issue of um, doing this youth initiative thing, that's when you'll start being like, no, you can't do this. We have the experience. But the thing is, it's not really about the experience all the time. You need someone to give you the creative ideas. The world is actually changing. Or should I say the world has changed to the extent that these old people there, they don't really know or they don't really have anything to give again. The only thing I believe they know how to do is, you know, just discovering more ways to embezzle funds. I mean, if it's not a snake swallowing money today, to probably be a monkey. Tomorrow we might even see a zebra. They do crazy things, honestly. The very first time when I saw the snake swallowing money article, I was like, what the fuck is going on? I mean, this country, eh? <laughs> for real, it's, it's crazy, honestly. It's crazy and sad, because the fact that we had the same opportunity Dubai had sometimes makes me feel like, how did we get it wrong, you understand? I mean, our leaders had one job, just one job. We don't care if you really embezzle the funds as long as you're giving us some, you know, some results, you understand? Even if you're not giving us 100, just give us 80, give us 70 for God's sake. But no, you'd rather do nothing and keep, you know, finding more ways to embezzle funds. If you're not renovating the National Assembly today, you're probably changing your whips. You know, just finding new ways to embezzle funds. You know, it's sad for you. And to think the same set of leaders were the one, you know, who told us that we are the leaders of tomorrow. You know, it's more or less as if, the phrase was used to manipulate us, you understand? I mean, with so much anticipation, we grew up believing the saying that, yes, we are the leaders of tomorrow, you understand? But little did we know that it was, it was all a fantasy, you understand? A fallacy cooked up by these um, political elites to, you know, 
give them the opportunity to run things, you know, to govern. And poverty has been used by the elites to, you know, keep not just the youth, but the whole populace under control. You know, we've all been manipulated in every way possible, financially, ideologically, socially, every way possible. But they tend to orchestrate political and economic dramas just, you know, to occupy the minds of the people and the youths, you know, and to keep us away from the main issues. Remember what I said about the snake swallowing money, the... How many, okay, how many animals have swallowed money now, sir? Well, I can't even remember. It's crazy. You know, they tend to orchestrate political and economic dramas, you understand, just to occupy the minds of the people and keep us focused on relevant things. You know, they've manipulated us so much to the extent that the youth tends to have no interest in governing, you understand? You know, we tend to have no interest in, you know, um, all this immediate mode of survival like, is, is the only thing we can focus on, you understand? Just to find more ways to thrive and survive in this world they've built for us. You know, it's, it's sad and most of the times I find myself being pissed off just, you know, realizing I woke up in a country that has been campaigning for electricity, water, education for years non-stop now we've got another election coming and do you know what the funny thing is they still keep campaigning about that same old thing their forefathers have been campaigning about so it brings us right back to the question of are we still truly the leaders of tomorrow well i don't really know what to say about that but i don't think we have for real i don't think we have and it's not really our fault. It's not majorly our fault. You know, there's this thing that whatever it is the leaders are doing, that's what the followers will cultivate. You know, what the elders are doing is what the youngers will cultivate. We've all been hearing news about the young boys and girls, you know, gentlemen and ladies going into fraud, you understand? Everyone being scammers and stuff. You know, most of the times when you say you're from Nigeria, the very first thing they'll tag you with is, oh, scammers. Fraudsters. We all saw the news about um, Oshpopi a few weeks ago, and then we saw the news of Ibrahim Magu, the acting chairman of the EFCC. I think that okay, that should be like last week or earlier this week. You see, the similarity I saw between those two was okay. This is the older fraudster. This is the younger fraudster. You know, the 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 older ones, they know okay, they can do this country anyhow they want to. And the younger ones that have no say, no rights to do anything in the country, then they will just, you know, go find another field to show their expertise. You know, the things they've learned from the held down ones. It's crazy, for real. I'm not in any way in support of fraudsters, but I just believe if the leaders have done something much more for the country, we won't be in this mess. I mean, if the economy is is in a hot price man if the economy is, is is balanced even if not as balanced but you know it's a lot more accommodating you understand if you have lots of things going on you know the educational system is in shambles and so is the health sector so there's nothing for the youth in this country you just have to think of ways to survive i mean if there's something going on um shade or cynthia or risica they won't be prostitutes I mean, they won't be going into, you know, doing this and that just to get some fast cash. Or, um, Tunde or Ramoni or Jude. They won't be hauled up doing scams, you know, you know, doing some fraudulent activities here and there. You know, everyone will want to be doing some legit things. But we, ha- we need to fend for ourselves. The currency is even in 
a lot more poor state than it has been yesterday and it keeps getting worse. So for real, most of the times I tend to ask myself a question over and over again. Are we still the leaders of tomorrow? And if the answer is yes, when exactly are we going to be that leader they've always promised us to be? That's a question for you guys. I hope you guys would, you know, just drop a comment and tell me what you think. And answer the question if you truly are the leaders of tomorrow. Don't forget to check out my Instagram page at the Casual Thoughts Podcast and on Twitter at casual underscore with underscore higher. Casual with higher. And thank you for listening to the end. Thank you for joining us again on another episode of the Casual Thursdays podcast. <laughs> I can't wait to talk to you guys next week, Thursdays. Have a good day. Am I love?